High Noon with George Hook. Thanks to ClaytonHotels.com with 17 hotels across Ireland and the UK. Uh, okay, I'm joined by uh, William J. Hughes uh, on... It's actually William G. Oh, is it? It's William G. You nearly got it. What's yeah. the G? Gerard. All right. Yeah. Uh, what do we do at this time, you and I, usually? We usually do an essential song. Okay. I told him and ask actually, what criteria do you use to make it an essential song? The song has to have special qualities. Like it has to have a resonance that a lot of people will have liked that song. Okay. Uh, that I personally will like the song. It's very subjective, you know, it can right. never be. And that it has a musical integrity, a richness, okay. a resonance. So, yeah. But you're not influenced at all by the fact that I mightn't like it. This does not influence it. It can't. It can't influence because if you had your way, I'd be playing Glenn Miller every every week. <sighs> Glenn Miller or Buddy Holly. <laughs> that would be... Okay, so who have we got this week? Okay, this week we have the great duo that we featured before, but this is the first time we're doing this particular song, The Eurythmics. Were they a duo? They were a duo, yeah. Oh, Dave Stewart know. and Annie Lennox. Okay. And this particular song came out in 1985, so it's 32 years old. Okay. And it's called There Must Be an Angel Playing With My Heart. Mm. Oh, lovely. Do you know? <laughs> uh, wasn't she Scottish, Annie Lennox? She's it? Scottish. She is. Is the awful Scottish? Scottish no, well? he's not. He's from the north of England. He's from okay. Sunderland. All right. So, um, so the song came out in 1985. It was the second single from their fifth album, Be Yourself Tonight. And in the middle of it, there's a harmonica solo by Stevie Wonder. In the middle of the, the one we're song. about yeah, to hear? yeah. yeah. A harmonica solo by Stevie Wonder and the song was a worldwide success and to date is the only number one in the UK that the Eurythmics had. They had lots of hits and loads of number twos and threes and fours but this is the only number one and they sold gazillions of records and I mean really? yeah, I, I never I mean I, I heard the name Eurythmics but I couldn't you'll name know, a song know they did ah yeah Sweet Dreams Are Made Of This was the one that we featured before don't, don't push me so left this, obviously left a huge impression this, this album uh, Be Yourself Tonight was recorded in a week in Paris uh, with additional recording in Detroit and Los Angeles and they moved away from synthesizers and brought in a proper band, you know, rhythm, bass, drums, okay. backing vocals, it, guest uh, musicians. Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm, are we talking about There's an Angel Playing With My Heart? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Uh, and this album. And so the, the whole thing was because Annie Lennox up to this point had a very androgynous look, really tight cut uh, blondy hair, like cut to her head, like a skinhead almost. And she suddenly became this beautiful bleach blonde rock and roller uh, in terms oh, really? of the image and the video. Was she very attractive? Oh, she is very attractive. Oh, right, she is. Okay. I've had the great pleasure of working with her and being in her company. And she's just one of the most captivating women in the world. I can oh, say right, that. Without. Okay. Now, this album came out, but they couldn't tour it because at the time she got nodules on her throat and on her vocal cords and 
That also meant that they who would have been one of the headliners of Live Aid, it meant that they couldn't perform at Live Aid in 1985. And so this song would have been a huge Live Aid hit, oh, right, but they weren't yeah, able to yeah. go there. So um, they had previously like worked together, but when they got together as the Eurythmics, uh, they released an album called In the Garden and nothing happened. <laughs> and uh, then along came Sweet Dreams Are Made of This, which was their second album. Now, this album then really cemented yeah. it. So they got bigger and bigger. Can so I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you mind? Yeah. Did Annie Lennox have a solo career before the Eurythmics? No, after. After. Oh, She's had a massive solo oh, career I see. since. OK. So Dave Stewart, let's look at him. Uh, born in Sunderland in England, 1952. Wild teenager, absolutely wild teacher, teenager. Nobody could control him. And he started taking drugs in his mid-teens. By the age of 18, he was taking acid three times a week. And uh, he was also playing in bands and was having quite a lot of success. He was signed with his band Long Dancer to Elton John's uh, rocket label and and they, but they didn't have commercial success but Dave Stewart is very funny about it because he was 18 he was doing drugs he got this big uh, record label and he said everything smelled of fantastic cologne there were presents everywhere Rolls Royces but it was totally undisciplined the people running the label just handed us a bundle of money and then we'd just go and take mescaline he said and uh, Elton John was then at the peak of his excess. I mean, he was hugely high on cocaine all the time. And it wasn't people like having a little bit of a wrap of cocaine. This was like mountains of cocaine. And the conversation was always that uh, very excitable. So when the record deal fell apart, Stuart suddenly fell from grace and ended up living in squats in London. And it was while he was living in squats in London in 1976 that he met this young hippie woman in the supermarket. And uh, it was Annie Lennox. And he, he describes her as being a very Laura Ashley kind of dresses with long brown hair back then. And when I first first went to her bedsit, he said, she sang a song she'd written on a harmonium. And it was like, holy crap, what are you doing as a waitress? You're an artist. And the two of them got together straight now, away. Now, hold a while. Yeah. Stuart was born in 1952. Yeah. When was Annie Lang's born? 1954. Okay. So, um, got it. Sorry, 1956. Okay, got it. No, 1954. Christmas Doesn't matter. Day. It's Christmas Day. We close. don't worry too much about that. So, kind of stuff. Um, they got together um, with this guy, Pete Coombs, and they, they had a little band called The Catch. But then they came to everybody's attention because they went on top of the pops in full leather gear. She was in body hugging leather gear and she'd taken away all the brown hair and they were the tourists and they had a massive hit with a cover of Dusty Springfield's I Only Want to Be With You. No, there's the tourists at this point. This was the tourists. Okay. And but they split in 1980. Stuart and Lennox had begun a relationship the minute they met in 1976. And so they split as well. But it's very funny. He says, our idea of a breakup was Annie started living upstairs. I lived downstairs, but we were still meeting in the middle for tea. So that was how, how they now, broke up and they formed the Eurythmics. Yeah, yeah, one thing you kind of haven't told me, and it may not be mm. around, but mm. I'm interested. At what point did he stop doing acid and mescaline and mountains of coke? Then. 
like when he when he was down on his uh, down well, on his luck and in the flat, couldn't afford it, and also started to discover that he actually musically was a very talented right. young man. Is there any suggestion that any Lennox abused? No, 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 right, no, okay. no but no. Elton John did, did oh, he? Yeah, yeah, but he's talked about that. Oh, massively. right, okay. Well, um, I don't like Elton John either. No, so, so in 1982. When after they'd released their first album and nothing had happened, they were kind of down and uh, down and out. So they they managed to get a bank loan and they bought a little eight track studio. Uh, they got a bank loan for a studio, a little eight track studio, like it was a couple of grand. And oh, they I rented see. Right, okay. a studio above a picture framing factory, and that gave them the freedom to then start work in in in, in earnest. And the next thing. They were coming up with music like Sweet Dreams Are Made Of This, which like went to number one all around the world. And almost overnight, they became millionaires. Um, but on their way to that, the, the times had been very tough and they were having to lug their own equipment around. Uh, Stuart couldn't couldn't hack it. They were in poor health because they had no money to pay for food properly. And uh, and so he had a collapsed lung. Andy Lennox had a slight nervous breakdown. Uh, so the whole thing was just way out of. But then then they became these massively popular uh, musicians with the Eurythmics and songs like this. Song, okay. There must be an angel. Before I get to mm. There Must Be an mm. Angel, before mm. fame and the Eurythmics, mm. apparently Annie Lennox sang with a lady called Joy Day, says the texter. Paddy Looney says there's never been a good essential song since you did Black Sabbath. <laughs> Mel Devlin says a school colleague of mine, Siobhan Fahey, married Dave Stewart. She did. And Catherine's claim to fame is she sang on stage with Dave Stewart in France for the launch of his film back in 2003. Yeah, well, Siobhan Fahey and Dave Stewart were married and had a tremendous writing collaboration together. She was one half of Shakespeare's sister, Aban, and Stay, a song that went to number one around the world for them. So Siobhan Fahey... Massive hit, as you are prone to say. Massive hit, yeah, well... So anyway, what is it? I only want to be with you. No, no. No, there must be an angel. There must be an angel playing with my heart. The Eurythmics, Dave Stewart and Annie Lennox and Stevie Wonder on harmonica.
Why didn't you tell me that was the song when we started? If you had told me, I would have known. That's what I did tell you. It was great. There must be an angel. <laughs> it's it was a great. fabulous song. Oh, yeah. But and why her didn't voice you is tell immaculate me? on it, isn't it? What you te- why did you tell me? Anyway, the interesting thing is, I know a bit more about Andy Lennox than I let on. Um, I also thought it's more Andy Lennox. There's not a lot of Dave Stewart in that. Well, now. it's the whole production and yeah, the whole no, orchestration. Yeah, and the whole, like, you know, yeah, he's yeah. done all that. And then... The the harmonica is very good. The harmonica, I know, it's very good. I must say, and it's it's a great album because they also have sisters are doing it for themselves on that album where she duets with Aretha Franklin, and uh, guest musicians are like Tom Petty and Elvis Costello, and at that stage, people had started uh, gravitating towards them because they just had the talent and yeah. the songwriting talent the performance talent the whole thing the opening of it is great like, oh, I think it's wonderful it's beautiful it's a yeah beautiful it's a great voice and uh, you know years later he wrote uh, his his autobiography and it's called Sweet Dreams Are Made Of This and in it he confesses about his crazy inebriated antics with like Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty Elton John Bob Dylan like he was he was quite the party boy, but the star he's most asso- associated with, obviously, is Annie Lennox. And he said, 
I know just about every tiny molecule of Annie, but I don't think that should be shared with the world. I can't think of any other couple that broke up and then started a band. Sonny and Cher did it the other way around, and what we did was insane, he said. So, like, he's still hugely affectionate towards her. But in, 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 in 2014, she released an album that I think you'd love. It's called Nostalgia, and it's an album, a collection of uh, her favourite songs from her childhood, soul, jazz and blues songs. And, and she right. sings them and, and it's just What's the name of the... Nostalgia is Nostalgia. the name of the album all by right. Annie Lennox, a now, solo album. all Bell's Essential songs are available to stream on Spotify. Uh, all the ones I like and all the ones I don't like uh, and it, it, you can find them on Spotify as George's essential songs but they're bills really if you know what I mean uh, and they're all there now uh, Marion Santry is delighted we played the song she loves it uh, Christy Dignam do you know him? Yeah super and Aslan and he, cre- he credits that song as inspiring this is. Oh, very good. One of his as biggest As a listener hits. says, yeah. 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 And Sean in Dublin reminds us, as we mentioned, that Siobhan Fahey was a Bananarama. Yeah? She was a Bananarama and Shakespeare's sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, suddenly, and it was very funny. I was working in a studio in London. I was recording a project and uh, we discovered that within hours of each other, we were going to have Annie Lennox previous lover of Dave Stewart and Siobhan Fahey, ex-wife of Dave Stewart, who were going to be coming and apparently the two should never meet. The two oh, should see. never be. And so we had to judiciously kind of move right. the schedule around to keep them apart. Well done to Bill uh, for choosing Annie Lennox. What a voice. What a lady, listener says. Get her over to meet George someday. Will you organise that and interview try. with Annie Lennox? I'll try. Can I tell you that she's six foot tall? Is she? And so magnificent. She's like royalty. She's so regal. She well, a, a tell her I'll go and see her. She doesn't have to come <laughs> She here. lives in I'll, London. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah. go and see her. <laughs> and then solo, she was huge then. That's when oh, I would remember her solo her career. And a lot of people would know her for uh, why uh, Diva was the name of the album and, and a wonderful song called Walking on Broken Glass, which I think is a a really strong classic. And that might show up as one of our essential songs at some stage. But Dave Stewart, what a career as a producer, has worked with Mick Jagger, has worked with uh, Alicia's Attic, has even produced John Bon Jovi and Brian Ferry. Like, he's won every award going, the Grammys, the Brits, you know. Yeah, but there's no Eurythmics anymore. Uh, no, they got back together uh, to do a little project in 2005. That's the last time. But then Annie Lennox has done so much solo stuff that as a solo songwriter and performer, she's won the Oscar, you know, and she's won the Golden Globe for the music that she wrote for do the you know Lord of the Rings. you know what film she won the Oscar? The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. She wrote the song Into the West. Oh, is she? Yeah, and she won the Oscar for Best Song. All right. I've never seen Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. Those two I've never seen. Well, Harry Potter, you'd love. Would Lord I? of the Rings, nah. Yeah, yeah. It's just a lot of noise. It's, it's for good people who it, love computer games. Oh, oh I see. I mm-hmm. hate those. <laughs> yeah. But, but the Glenn Miller story now. Have you seen that? <laughs> 
You see what I mean? It's like <laughs> Glenn Miller. It's always Glenn Miller. He's just your point of reference, isn't it? You go to Glenn Miller or Buddy Holly. Yeah, but you've never played Glenn Miller. So how do people listening know? Because they're pieces of music. They're not songs. But I will if you want me to. No, <laughs> you could play uh, Glenn Miller with with his um, singing group. You could do that one. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Okay. 